right, here we go. Incendiary Radio on the Republic Broadcasting Network, February 26, 2023. We are live right now, this very second. Republicbroadcasting.org. Support the network if you can. I don't scrounge you guys for money. Just try to keep the network on the air is all we can ask you. Um, uh, the chat room's the number two incendiaryradio.chatango.com you got incendiaryradio.chatango.com which is unmanned and you can find the archive at hulisblog.blogspot.com commercial free in the morning um you know I'm really just and I know it's because I live in a screwed up area here in the St. Louis area but I'm really feeling the quickening of um, basically the fall of our society and you know I'm pulling up at, uh, at you know uh, one of the houses I, I I have and the neighbor <laughs> there's two cops out in front of the house and the neighbor's sitting there talking to the cops and I was like what's going on man and he's like well, you see these, he's like, you see these freaking burn marks, you know, and his, you know, tire burnout. And he's like, and you see these ruts through the yard is, you know, these knuckleheads running around and these stolen Kias, uh, chasing each other through the neighborhood at like 60, 70 miles an hour, blowing around corners and all this. And, you know, to, <clears throat> basically in St. Louis now, these, these kids run from the cops. They, they don't even stop for them. And uh, nobody's running around with, I mean, what, I'm, I don't even know what the percentage of people that's driving around with legit <laughs> license plates is right now. Um, it's pretty wild. Um, and so I, there's a feeling of uh, anarchy in the air. And it's not a good thing um, due to the fact that yeah, the, the prosecuting attorneys and so forth, and I'm sure most of you have read all about all over the all over the alternative media about the circuit attorney in the St. Louis uh, city of St. Louis. They're trying to oust her now. So, you know, her name's Kim Gardner, and I've covered her ad nauseum on this broadcast. Her and her counterpart in St. Louis County, Wesley Bell both kind of spring out of the blacktivist kind of circles, the BLM circles, the really anti-white, blame everything on whitey circles, uh, that sort of thing, and black grievance industry types, which are being used, of course, by the kosher gang as a bludgeon against the larger society to really bring forth this anarchy. Um, you could really say red-black terror here in the United States. We're seeing all these anti-white uh, attacks. I'm sure everybody's seen the... <clears throat> 270 pounder that <clears throat> floors this poor lady and knocks her cold out and then starts pounding her MMA style as she's laying there unconscious. Um, a special needs student. Um, you know, it's just a, a real epidemic of black on white violence. And, you know, I, I don't know where this is going to go. And as you guys know, you know, I'm I'm sitting here probably in an area that's 80-20 and I'm the 20. And so we had the Dilbert guy, Scott Adams, get the F away from black people comments. And I'm not going to play Scott Adams. I'm sure you've heard it. And if you haven't, you can find it on YouTube. It's on, you know... Just look up information liberation, and I've got their article pulled up, and I'm and I'll cover a little bit of that, but I'm going to cover Kim Gardner a little bit first. But I I want to get this out before I jump back into that. And I saw this, and this was up on Vigilant Links. History is an eternal repetition 
or as some people say, a rhyme. Here are the quotes from those who lived through the fall of the Roman Empire. And it just gives you a, a few, and we'll just go through some of them, and then you can really see the rhyme or the repetition, whatever you want to call it. The empire has become a police state with spies and informants everywhere. People are constantly watched, and their every move is watched by the authorities. Synesius of Cyrene, Greek bishop of the 4th century A.D. The Roman Empire is ruled by a small group of elites who only care about their own interests. They have no concern for the welfare of the people and will do anything in their power to maintain their power. Salvian, 5th century Christian writer. <laughs> and that sound like the modern Democrats. <laughs> the Roman government has become tyrannical and oppressive. People are no longer free to speak their minds or express their opinions without fear of reprisal. Ammianus Marcellinus, Roman historian of the 4th century AD. The taxes levied by the Roman government are a heavy burden on the people. They cause great suffering and great difficulty. And yet the government shows no mercy. Synesius of Cyrene, Greek bishop of the 4th century, the taxes imposed by the Roman government are unfair and oppressive. People are forced to give away their hard-earned money to support the luxurious lifestyles of the elites. Augustine of Hippo, Christian theologian of the 4th century AD. Some people have sunk to such levels of depravity that they seek sexual pleasure with animals. Oh, chink Uger. This is a sign of moral decay of our society. Suetonius, Roman historian historian of the second century AD. The morals of women have become corrupt as those of men. They indulge in all kinds of shameful behavior and no longer have any sense of decency or shame. Seneca the Younger, Roman philosopher of the first century AD. Women have become corrupt and immoral. They are no longer satisfied with fulfilling their traditional roles as wives and mothers, but rather seek power and influence in society. Ammianus Marcellinus, Roman historian of the 4th century. Wow, and this just stuff just ring you know, the Lugosi's of the world and the Susan Rice, this whole... You know, you, you heard about in the last couple of weeks this, this Susan Rice being in charge of basically a total woke overhaul of the federal workforce. So this has become a this is going to become a real checka, like a woke tranny checka force. Real crazy. The men of our time have become effeminate and decadent. They are more interested in their appearance and in their pleasure. Then in their duties and responsibilities, they have lost the spirit of self-sacrifice and service. Cassius Dio, 3rd century A.D. Roman historian. The men of our time have become effeminate, preferring to spend their days in luxury and indulgence. <clears throat> they have lost the courage and strength that made our ancestors great. Salvian, Christian writer of the 5th century A.D. The sexual practices of our people have become so perverted that they are now considered normal. Men marry men and women marry women, and no one bats an eyelid. Ammianus Marcellinus, Roman historian of the 4th century. <clears throat> In our time, it is easier to break the law than to obey it. Think about that. And virtue is more often punished than rewarded. We now love pleasure more than honor and value money more than justice. Think about the judiciary system. Jerome of Stridon, Christian scholar of the 4th century A.D. <clears throat> the Roman bureaucracy was like a maze. Oh, just like D.C., huh? Even with all of its Roman buildings, isn't that nice? With countless layers of officials and paperwork, it was impossible to do anything without paying bribes or pulling strings. Procopius byzantine historian the institutions of the roman empire were breaking down its armies were weakening and its people were becoming less and less able to defend themselves savian theologian and christian writer 400 a.d government was crippled by bureaucracy and people were oppressed by taxes roads were in bad shape and towns were in decline you should you ever you, you ever watch some of these vloggers on youtube driving around in roads in our nation's bombed out cities. I mean, it's so sick to look and see what's happened, you know, cause I do, I do pay attention to some of these, you know, road vloggers 
on uh, YouTube, and my gosh, and they go through these towns that were once beautiful, and and now they're just husks. <laughs> Roads are no longer safe, and bridges are collapsing. <clears throat> public buildings are in ruins, and aqueducts are in poor condition. The public treasury is empty, and the army is ill-equipped. Courts are corrupt. Tax collectors are greedy, and officials are incompetent. Zazimus, Greek historian. Doesn't that just, wow, doesn't that just blow your mind of how apropos all that is to what we're <clears throat> witnessing now? Uh, the removal the removal of blessings uh, on our society. Um, you know, so many different prophecies in the Bible. Woe to you when you have women as your leaders and uh, children basically dominate you and all that sort of stuff. It's very, very fascinating. Um, so let's talk about Kim Gardner here in St. Louis. This is on the New American. And now Gateway Pundit, of course, based in St. Louis, had tons of articles throughout the week. Um, but this one's pretty good from the New American. Um, so, you know, Attorney General Andrew Bailey, who took over for Eric Schmidt, um, filed a petition to begin the process of removing this person. Um, uh, so basically... St. Louis citizens have been paying the price ever since her election. Um, so Gardner's a prime example of what Soros wants. A lot of Soros money, of course, bought this seat. A compliant attorney with little respect for the law, the Constitution, oath of office, and who instead is committed to overthrowing the existing judicial system, claiming to be unfair, biased, and prejudiced against black people. The people of St. Louis bought the lie in 2016 and repeated the error in 2020. Only like 50,000 people turned out to vote, folks, when they voted overwhelmingly to keep her in office, blah, 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 blah. So um, now what's interesting, and I saw this in the New American article, where basically sh there were like 7,000 felony cases, okay, in 2019. She prosecuted only 1,641 of them. She claimed the police hadn't provided with enough evidence to prosecute, blah, blah, blah. So out of 7,045 felonies, which is a lot of crimes against black people um, and everybody in the city, only 1,641 were, um, you know, uh, even, you know, sought after. And it, it goes into all this stuff about the young lady now, you know, here, a young girl on a volleyball tournament you know and she's out with her parents and some felon that's you know did all this dirt violated freaking uh, house arrest 50 times all this smacks her and, her and she lost her legs and all this and so um this really started the you know the ball rolling um i mean people been complaining about this this city for for a long long time except the criminal class they like it because they know hell they can get away with almost anything and you know uh as long as they think that somebody's in their corner and somebody in the office looks like them then it's just like with cory bush the congresswoman um but yeah so we'll see what happens with her you know whether she'll um, get ousted or not this remains to be seen it's going to have to go through some court stuff so you know the whole thing with scott adams a stillbirt character who was pro-vax and, and now he's come out to be anti-vax and so forth he based his whole kind of rant on this rasmussen poll um where they just asked the person, hey, what do you what do you think of this statement? It's okay to be white. Now, we all know that it's okay to be white was a meme kind of thrown out there to um, really bring out 
haters of 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 white people and to basically any when anybody would say that that is a hateful statement you see that you're bringing these people out of the woodwork and then you really get to see who they are you know you got the blm mantras all floating around and then some people came up with well it's okay to be white and it's just the marxists you know the Khazar gang and and all their little sycophants it drives them crazy and so basically the, the Rasmussen poll, which your mainstream normies are trying to throw under the bus as a conservative organization, blah, 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 blah. Um, so they're, they're saying only 50%, 53% of black people agreed that it's okay to be white, 26% disagreed, 21% not sure. So basically he's saying that there's such a large swath of people um, – that disagree with the statement that it's okay to be white, that basically it it's a hate group. And so for the last few years on Twitter, I guess this character, this guy, Scott Adams has been tongue in cheek claiming he's transracial. He's been identifying as black. You know, you got, you got this white girl that just came out and got discovered as a, latin muslim girl or something and and, you know high up in one of these organizations and she just got outed as being white and her mom was like yeah she's disturbed i don't know why why she's doing that so she's basically a rachel dolezal 2.0 and um so this little latinx muslim girl in one of these you know bipoc organizations with bipoc of course means black indigenous people of color blah 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 so she gets outed as being white and everybody's throwing her under the bus um but see you can't throw somebody under the bus if they were born with a a, a penis and then they want to say they're a girl. That's that's hateful if you say. But if you if you were born white, and you want to change anything about yourself other than your gender, then you're a culture vulture, or or in all these other words that they'll say, you know, and um, you're a cultural appropriation and all that other stuff. Um, so it's it's crazy. But so basically. Scott Adams is saying, um, I'm, I'm getting away from black people. And he's like, um, get the F away from them. And I'm moving to a white area and I'm, I'm basically removing myself, you know, from contact as much as possible, blah, 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 blah. And so, you know, he's getting the Kanye West treatment is getting his, let's just say his, uh, columns is you know his little dilbert cartoon being removed from all over the place and you know a few years ago he's like he was talking about uh having enough money to where it's called f you money okay it's where basically you can say what's on your mind and you've got enough money to where um you're basically untouchable but as we move i'm telling you as we move closer and closer to this social credit system the blockchain cbdc this this plantation system this digital technocratic slave plantation system you 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 are not going to be able to have fu money because see that's why they're trying to digitize it all they don't want you to be able to have hard currencies now look he could they could go after his banks just like they've done to a lot of other people in the movement um, already, debanking people. Um, and so, you know, he better, you know, he better get his, his ducks in a row there and better pull some cash out of the bank and so forth because, you know, Chase or JP Morgan or whoever he's banking with, you know, if they're not. If they're part of the cabal and, and like a, a, a real part of the cabal, not like a local credit union or something, uh, he could have problems. And so I figured I would just kind of cover that. Um, but Kim Gardner, big in the news, Scott Adams. And now, um, Mr. Producer, get clip six ready. I'm sure – and I'm just going to play this one for posterity. And I was going to play the Scott Adams one, but – uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll play it another time. 
But I wanted this one so short that I figured I might as well play this one just to have in the archives. This was Woody Harrelson last night on SNL. Um, and he built he kind of built up to this. He was talking about getting stoned and having a script. And in 2019 in, in New York City, the last time he did SNL. And so he kind of built it up and he was and he tried to really kind of get people's guards down before in the last like 50, 60 seconds, then he hits them kind of like how uh, Dave Chappelle, but Chappelle did it for quite a while on SNL, but now Woody Harrelson hits them with the, the cartel stuff and the big pharma stuff. So go ahead and roll clip six. So the movie goes like this, the biggest drug cartels in the world get together and buy up all the media and all the politicians and force all the people in the world to stay locked in their homes. And people can only come out if they take the cartel's drugs and keep taking them over and over. I threw the script away. I mean, who is going to believe that crazy idea <laughs> being forced to do drugs? I do that voluntarily all day long. <laughs> anyway, it's about that time. Still no jack. Okay. Well, right. great show for Go ahead you tonight. Stop it. Um, yeah. So you know he he throws his little cartel freaking thing in there and and really to get people to think about how absolutely insane it was in hindsight. Now look, we were all on this network and on other networks and so forth. We were all new immediately that this was absolutely insane to lock the society down and, and, and all of the repercussions that it was going to cause. And, uh, and now we're still dealing with it. Um, and now also we're dealing with this massive sabotage, of course. So you play the whole supply chain game from the lockdowns and then all of a sudden behind the scenes you're torpedoing all these food processing plants you're doing these derailments now all this stuff going after the food and so now you've even with this uh, with this ohio thing this east palestine thing you're really going after the farmland and i i've got a kind of disturbing stuff to play probably after the um, bottom of the hour, but I've got the World Health Organization um, website up, okay? Events. So there's a lot of people on BitChute and Rumble and all these other places that are really um, talking about what's going to be happening starting tomorrow. Okay, so you've got the Public Health and Emergency Workforce Roadmap, Second Steering Committee meeting, 27, 28th of February. Then you got the fourth meeting of the Intergovernmental Negotiating Body for a WHO instrument on pandemic prevention, preparedness, and response, 27 February through March the 3rd. Then tomorrow you've got the 17th meeting of the WHO Council on the Economics of Health for All. Doesn't that just sound nice? Um, so you, a lot of people are really zeroing in on what's about to happen at the World Health Organization and uh, the attempt of this um, this occupying gang that calls itself the United States government to cede our sovereignty concerning pandemic responses into this world global body to where they can <clears throat> dictate how we are going to respond to the next shoe to drop, which will be, looks like it could be this bird flu. Marburg, but it really looks like it could be this this bird flu. Um, uh, you know, there's tons of stuff out here. Uh, you know about oh my gosh, there's people in Cambodia. Um, this is up on Involve. Um, H5N1 bird flu kills Cambodian girl, sickens others. 
um, has the bird flu the ruling class warned about as the next pandemic jumped to humans? It seems likely as there are reports of an 11-year-old Cambodian girl dying from H5N1. Um, so let's see, H5. Now, H is the eighth letter of the alphabet. Five. Eight and five is 13. And then you got N is the 14th letter. And you've got a one. So you've got a 13 there and you've got a six. Um, kind of interesting. Cambodia's health ministry said the girl's father had also tested positive for the H5N1 bird flu. And 11 others had been tested. Um, and then, so... We shall see if they throw this one. Um, in an interview with Centerpoint in March, former CDC director Dr. Robert Redfield made the startling claim, I believe the great pandemic is still in the future, and that's going to be a bird flu pandemic for man. It's going to have a significant mortality rate in the 10 to 50% range. It's going to be trouble. And so um, we shall see whether this pans out. I, I hope it doesn't. But you know these people, and they've been dropping all of the uh, signals, let's just say, um, you know, who issues warning that billions will die in upcoming bird flu pandemic. It might cause a significant portion of the Earth's population to perish. Dr. Sylvie Bryand, the world the WHO's head of pandemic and pandemic preparedness and prevention, termed the most recent patterns in the transmission of the virus as worrying in her remarks to media at a virtual briefing on Friday. Who takes the risk from this virus seriously and urges heightened vigilance from all countries? Oh, isn't that nice? Um so during the break, you know what I'm going to do? Um, I'm going to actually type this in now. Center for Health Security. Um, let's just see what's up there, if there's any kind of goofy stuff. Um Well, not yet. Okay. News. Uh, not not really anything posted since February 6th. I wonder if there will be something that will be posted very, very shortly. I know we're coming up on the break. Um, I know this one's breaking all over. Russian aircraft, it's basically an AWACS, exploded in Belarus. Okay, an explosion disabled a Russian A-50 airborne early warning and control aircraft. This was reported by the Belarusian monitoring group and the Bipole media. According to Belarusian opposition sources, an explosion damaged the Russian A-50 aircraft. Um, a few days before the update from Ukraine's Ministry of Defense, Lukashenko held a press conference in which he spoke about the Ukraine between his ally Putin and the war. I'm ready to fight together with the Russians from the territory of Belarus only under one circumstances. And that's if soldiers from Ukraine comes to the territory of Belarus to kill my people. So we'll keep have to keep our eye on that one. All right, we'll see you on the other side of the break. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news, real talk, real people. Because you can handle the truth. 
In times like these, you can't depend on the government to keep you warm and fed, but you can depend on the Vermont Bun Baker to do just that. With the Vermont Bun Baker, you'll never be in a situation where you can't cook, bake, fry, boil water, or heat your home all at the same time. One of the most revolutionary cook stoves, wood stoves ever, the Vermont Bun Baker is available with or without soapstone veneer, a natural stone that retains heat and radiates it back into the room once the fire is out. A beautiful addition to your home, the Vermont Bun Baker has an efficiency rating well above 75% and qualifies for the wood stove tax credit. For more information, watch the Vermont Bun Baker on YouTube and live stream or visit us at www.vermontwoodstove.com. You can also reach us by calling 1-866-SOAPSTONE. Don't ever be hungry or cold because the power's gone out. With a Vermont Bun Baker, all you have to worry about is what's for dinner. Standing six foot four, weighing 245 pounds of crime-fighting, political science, analyzing brawn. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Patrick Slattery. So, Mike, get off this anti-cicada agenda. I'm a born-again traditional Christian, and my favorite possessions are right here on my nightstand. That would be the King James Bible and my 357 revolver. I'd rather be ruled by Chinamen than Jews. Cool it with the anti-Semitic remarks, right? Just because you steal an election and terminate the republic doesn't mean you terminate the people in the republic because we're still here i'm not taking the vaccine you bill gates there was a way forward still on january 6th what needed to be done is to object to every single state the covid 19 virus was the setup the vaccine could very well be the bioweapon the patrick and jeremy show Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at 1 Central. Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you. And your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Please call 855-253-3748. 855-2-KEEP-IT-TODAY. Incendiary Radio on the Republic Broadcasting Network. Now, this is from uh, the hijacker sent me this um, yesterday. It was on the uh, Revolution Radio host chat. Um, On February 13th, one of the latest new hosts had his house raided and he was arrested on several counts. He had just completed his second broadcast and had the authority called on him. Although he was broadcasting out of a country with freedom of speech, as a Canadian, um, our system 
took it upon themselves to do him harm. I hope I'm able to communicate with him before his next Saturday's broadcast. And um, the newspaper article, brantbeacon.ca, Brant, B-R-A-N-T, beacon.ca, police arrest Brantford man for inciting hatred. Depending on how far he went, um, and this was from Hijacker, you may want to give everyone on both sides the heads up to cool down. Um, Well, look, unfortunately, Canada is farther down the road to the gulag than we are under this little punk Castro Trudeau up there. And due to the fact that now you've got Queen Charles in charge over there in Britain. Okay. Now this guy, we know, I mean, this guy's a real dirtbag. Okay. And now his, his mom's out of the way. Now he's on the quote unquote throne. He's a usurper. Okay. This house of Saxe Coburg Gotha is not a true line for the British throne they usurped a long time ago um, very very fascinating um, but people in Canada you know look even people here are getting swatted look at Tim Poole a little goofball Tim Poole okay wearing his little beanie every day on his broadcast um Smart kid, you know, goofy is goofy. I think he's gay and all this whatever stuff. But, um, but I mean, they they get swatted, you know. And he's got Radowski there with him and a couple of these other characters that you know they do this. They get a lot of views and so forth. They do a lot of analysis. I'll watch a little bit of it sometime, but I can't stomach too much of it, um, just due to the fact that it's it's. <laughs> It's up there surface dwelling. It's not really getting down to the to the crux of things. Um, you know, sometimes there's I'll, there's something that'll interest me, and I'll listen for a little bit. But I can't I can't listen to that stuff for very long. So, being a crown, part of the crown, you know, New Zealand, Australia, parts of Africa, Canada, you know, we're still. Got the crowns hooks in us, even though uh, on the surface it looks like not. But, you know, those people that have dug into the Treaty of Paris and all this other stuff and, uh, you know, the Organic Acts and when D.C. incorporated, what, like 1871 or something, you know, all this, this move to where America becomes this empire – you know, with in the shadow of Rome, in the shadow of London, and then you've got D.C., and of course you've got Rothschild Boulevard and Tel Aviv and everything else too. But, uh, you know, it's interesting that, uh, you know, I don't know what the guy said. I haven't I haven't listened. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, I, I wish I had more time to dig into this sort of stuff. But, you know, a lot of us are busy people and we've got – things going on and you know i i don't have i don't have a lot of fingers in the dikes you know when you're trying to see all some people can really just keep their eyes on a lot of stuff going on in the alternative media i can't i'm just trying to keep a kind of a big picture of where we're at and you know I, i hope the best for the guy and i hope you know he gets released or what have you i don't know what he said uh, but they said it w- if you read the article, it, it said something about anti-Semitism. So he probably called out international Jewry somehow, some way. Um, and you know, look, every day you're you're we're on this slippery slope. The the noose tightens a little bit, and so um, people in Canada, I mean. Phew, they're they're really moving quickly toward a totalitarian society, and we're right on their heels. Um, let's see here. Let's get clip one ready. This is about you know, and this is kind of all over the place. I wanted to just get this into the uh, archives for posterity. But go ahead and play clip one. This is about Ohio. 
This is Dabu 7. We have some shocking new information here connected to the residents and workers near the site where the train carrying this vinyl chloride derailed in Ohio, East Palestine. These people being diagnosed with several different things, but chemical bronchitis at the top of the list, along with other conditions. And it's all connected to chemical exposure coming from this site. This is huge, absolutely huge. One lady, Melissa Blake here, who lives within a mile of the crash, started coughing up gray mucus, and this was two days after the train derailed. She evacuated from her home. She went to the emergency room. She was diagnosed with acute bronchitis due to chemical fumes, meaning those toxic cancer-causing fumes got into her system, no doubt. The same fumes and chemicals that are killing tons of wildlife and obviously here at this point affecting all kinds of people this lady has yet to go back to her house since this all went down at saram fam this is a company adjacent to the derailment five of its 10 workers were too sick to work according to their manager he said that they suspended operations for about a week because of the derailment and then they were told that everything was fine so they resumed work on February 13th. Right after that, two days is all it took again. They started dropping like flies. People ending up with rashes, nausea, vomiting, bloody noses, eye issues, a lot of coughing and wheezing. I mean, a ton of issues. They sent workers to the uh, hospital to get checked it. out. Um, I'm seeing videos out here of like this strange like substance on people's cars eating the paint and this is miles and miles and miles away um let's see let's get clip four ready this one's called evacuate the east coast now go ahead and roll clip four so let's talk about this Acid rain, which in this case is hydrochloric acid mixed with concentrated unburned vinyl chloride. And that's not even taking into account the phosgene and the dioxin. Oh, it comes out there was two full tankers full of benzene that also they blew up on purpose. But let's continue reading. Here is the danger zone. And this is as of yesterday. So right now it's probably worse. West, 400 miles to Lafayette. North, 1,200 miles up to Durham, Canada. We know it's further than that now. East, 1,200 miles east to NYC and Boston. We know it's already in New Hampshire. South, 800, 800 miles southwest to Kentucky. Hey, anybody south know anything? Because they're not uh, telling us. Here's some cars that got that shit rained on them. Now, one part per million of some of this stuff is enough to give you liver cancer within a few months. That would be the dioxin. No, I'm not fear-mongering. Okay, so let's read this real quick. Vinyl chloride is water-soluble. takes months to degrade in soil or water. It boils at 8 degrees Fahrenheit, and its metabolites absolutely maul DNA. Safe exposures are considered to be in the parts per billion. And we're talking about parts per million exposure likely coming for everybody let me say that again everybody east of the mississippi okay there will likely be some isolated parts of the united states that escape contamination however i sure as hell would not want to wait around to find out which ones will be passed over i mean it looks like i'm waiting around so is everybody else but they don't know you know maybe i should leave what do you think Let's continue reading. There are 250 million people living to the east of the Mississippi River. That's a quarter billion people. And considering the rate at which this is progressively moving south with the water and east on the winds, every single person on the entire eastern seaboard may have only a few more days to leave before they are exposed to a lethal concentration of vinyl chloride. This is it, guys. We got a couple days to leave or we stay here and possibly, you know, die here and make a last stand or something, man. But you thought that they were going to 
go door to door to take our uh, guns. They ain't stupid. They're gassing us out. <laughs> Let's continue reading, shall we? Uh. Every everyone in the areas which have already received acid rain have already likely been exposed and will develop extensive cancers over the coming few months. That's right. I didn't say years. I said months. So I will just say, if you live anywhere east of the Mississippi, in my humble opinion, leave. Maybe plan to come back in a couple of weeks. The magnitude of this will be more evident by that time. We have been at war for the last three years, and somebody may have just landed the killing blow with an utterly, historically unprecedented chemical weapons attack. I've waited as long as I can in good conscience to gather evidence and to write this. I fully understand what I'm saying and that 99% of people either can't leave or want to wait for more information or generally just refuse to believe something of this scale could ever happen here. I believe it. Not to mention there's absolutely no way this article will reach everybody that needs to hear it. I can scarcely believe I'm writing this and I've been praying to be wrong. I really, really hope that I am wrong, but I don't think so. The authorities are just not going to tell you the truth about this. This guy goes on and on pleading with you to, to leave. I, I'm not your mother. Time is short. I hope I'm not wrong. All right. So, you can stop I it mean, there. Um, just, you know, pretty, pretty crazy. Um, I don't... Um, so, Mark sixteen eighteen, they will pick up snakes with their hands, and if they drink any deadly poison, it will not hurt them at all. They will place their hands on sick people, and they will be healed. Um, I just, you know, you're looking for, you know, ways um, to think about this, but... Um, I hope that it's not that bad. You know, um, the human body is very, it's, it's a very wonderful thing. And let's just hope that this kind of apocalyptic, um, you know, angle here is not the truth. Um, you know, a large swath of our population lives east of the Mississippi. What are they going to do? All just get in their cars and jump on buses and planes and come here? What's that going to do? Uh, you know, you, there's no there's there's no solution. If it's as bad as some of these folks say it is, um, you know, I. I it, it's 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 hard to it's hard to really say. Um, we, we might as well get clip five ready. Now this is from 2011. A guy named Colonel Andrew Huff. Now this is a different guy than Doctor Andrew Huff that wrote about the 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 whistleblower from Eco Health Alliance. This is a military guy, Air Force guy. Um, but think about this. This is way back in 2011. And think about where he's talking about radiation and think about the COVID stuff. We've been talking about this since COVID came out and the, the cell phone towers and silent weapons for quiet wars. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, fifth generational warfare. Everybody's talking about that. Let's go ahead and listen to clip five. The symptoms of acute radiation sickness would be just exactly like a terrible flu. person would have a headache. They would feel very tired. They would have a little bit of a fever. The military now confirms that COVID is related to 5G. At first, they rolled out the 5G, and then everybody got sick. And that's exactly what the military is telling us. We've suffered millions of casualties, and yet the evacuation of key government officials continuing. The video guy is on vacation. The military has confirmed that the 5G is making people sick. The radiation is making people sick. 
and it gives everyone flu-like symptoms, extreme fatigue, the long COVID, headaches, cancer, and so much more. All right, you can stop it there. And well, you know, this is it's just just so crazy. You know, you got the Brian, Dr. Brian Artis kind of model with the with the venom peptides and then you've got this this 5G millimeter wave systems floating through the air, everybody using Wi-Fi and so forth, cell phones. And then you've got these shots and what they do and what they contain. So you're looking at a trivalent system here of these huge towers with these freaking massive cables that feed them and the amount of power that's being boomed out of these things. Then the repeaters, which is our phones and the Wi-Fi and everything else. Then you've got this entire thing with the possibility of some sort of pathogen that escapes a lab versus um, somehow strategically putting these venom peptides, uh, you know, dispersed through methodologies. And then we have the shots and what they do to the human body, the cell, the DNA, everything else. <clears throat> so we, you know, radiation unravels your DNA, scrambles it. These peptides really screw with everything in your body. This radiation, uh, it's a real cluster. That we're not, and now, of course, you're going to intentionally blow up a bunch of rail cars prime farmland in ohio and just let this stuff blow over a couple hundred million people isn't that nice and people's cars the paint's peeling off their cars i mean i don't know this is apocalyptic stuff World Health Organ uh, World Economic Forum, excuse me, the WEF orders world governments to begin severely rationing meat and fuel to usher in the Great Reset. So, the punks at the WEF have instructed governments worldwide to begin severely rationing meat and fuel in accelerations toward the Great Reset agenda. According to a study conducted by globalist-aligned academics, World War II-style rationing is the answer to so-called climate crisis. Rationing and climate change mitigation. In this paper, we argue that rationing has been neglected as a policy option for mitigating climate change. There's a broad scientific consensus that avoiding the most severe impacts of climate change requires a rapid reduction in global emissions. Oh, we argue that rationing could help states reduce emissions rapidly and fairly. Our arguments in this paper draw on economic analysis and historical research into rationing in the UK during and after the two world wars. Isn't that nice? The authors believe a rationing scheme would be more equitable than individual allowances because unlike carbon taxes and carbon credit schemes, both of which have been proposed in response to climate change, rationing would, allow, would not allow the rich to buy their way out. You believe that? Are you that silly? You don't think that they're going to have their caviar and their filet mignon and their what is it? foie gras and all that goofy stuff they eat. Uh, a rationing scheme could also have broader applications, the researchers claim. The concept of rationing could help not only the mitigation of climate change, says joint lead author Dr. Nathan Wood, and this was out of Science Daily, but also in reference to a variety of other social and political issues, such as the current energy crisis. The agenda's in high gear. It's 2023. I can only imagine, you know, 2025, where these Deagle predict predictions have a, a, a rapid decimation of our population. I mean, if this Ohio thing 
is as bad as some people say, and these these cancers are going to be this fast acting on this many people. Oh, can you imagine the societal collapse? I mean, all of the politicians in D.C. right now, technically they're all getting nailed if this is true, right? I just it just popped into my mind. Are, are were they all? Are they all in these like um, carbon filter charcoal carbon filter bunkers right now, waiting for this to go down? I mean, what what's going on? I would like to see DC right now and how it, how it's looking. Um, you know, then this article it gets into the fifteen minute cities. Okay. From 2024, Oxford will be divided into a series of six separate neighborhoods by the local council with car travel between them heavily restricted and subject to fines and if unauthorized. Um, you know, I when when this when this comes, you know, I I don't know what if they're you know what's going to happen here in the United States. They might be able to try to get that off in England, but uh, there's going to be bullets flying here. And uh, unfortunately, it looks like it could start happening very, very quickly, folks. All right, we'll see you on the other side. Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we have been building our online store. While we have been focusing on bringing you the best talk show host in the country, here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we also want our listeners to have products they can use every day and in times of emergency. We have added new products each week to our store. Your support of this network, plus products at the best prices, is a win-win situation. Check out our new store. Go to our website, republicbroadcasting.org, and click on the online store located at the top of our website. Together, we can continue to grow RBN and help our listeners prepare for the future. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on our online store or call us. 800-724-2719, extension 3. 800-724-2719, extension 3. This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network.